Entrepreneurial Women with Purpose is focused on educating, empowering, and investing in women to support them with harnessing an entrepreneurial mindset to create the change in the world for the greater good. Through this series, we connect with women from all across New Zealand to inspire, teach, and share their pearls of wisdom through storytelling and sharing. I'm Catherine Vandermeulen, the founder of Entrepreneurial Women with Purpose. Welcome back to Entrepreneurial Women with Purpose. This afternoon, we are here with Lisa Mead, the founder of Social Currency. How are you? Good, thanks. Thanks for having me. Tell me what your outlook looks like today in your version of the bubble. Oh, it's, it's interesting. I've already been for a walk this morning. Uh, my son had a Zoom call with his classmates and we're just juggling in between me using the computer and him trying to use it for his games and things um, and client phone calls and, and things like that. So, yeah, it's, it's interesting. A nice balancing act, I'd say. So can you share a bit more about what Social Currency is and how you came to launching it? Sure, yeah. So Social Currency is an accounting tax, business advisory and impact reporting business uh, supporting at-risk kids. So we're quite different to most accounting firms where we have a purpose-driven mission to change intergenerational statistics around crime, poverty, and low educational attainment in at-risk Kiwi kids. So we do that by donating and investing 10% of revenue. So 10 cents in every dollar that we earn um, into our charity partners. So these are existing um, and established charities that support kids with a positive role model or a mentor. Um, And this was basically created out of frustration on my part with uh, not being able to find a mentor for my son a few years ago uh, when his father ended up in prison. So his father's been absent uh, most of his life and I'd never really considered a mentor before until he kind of got around seven, seven years old when I recognised that he needed more of my time. Um, and I didn't want to take him into the prison. So I, I contacted Corrections and did a big proposal up and researched statistics around children of prisoners uh, realised there was 23,000 across the country and that he's nine times more likely to end up in prison when he's older. And as soon as I saw that, that was kind of my pain point. Um, and I'd been in accounting firms for about 10 years. I'd been in a corporate big four firm, a global firm for seven years. And I had had a lot to do with working with the community at the big four. Um, and that was kind of the first kind of experience that I'd had to combine purpose with business so I saw firsthand what you can do in the community and how you can combine uh, what you do every day with helping those around you so my solution for spending more time with my son which was my my top priority was to start my own accounting firm uh, when I realized that corrections did not see him or other children in his position as a priority. Um, And I received uh, this in correspondence. And I wanted to provide not only him, but other children who were considered at risk for various reasons with mentors and positive role models. And my answer to that was to start my own business and, and start 
with giving 10% of revenue. And it was a very big goal and a very scary investment to make straight off the bat, especially with uh, a brand new business. Um, But I wanted to make that commitment because I needed a point of difference and I wanted to commit to supporting the kids that that got me up every morning. So that was the start of social social Mm -hmm. currency in in September 2018. So yeah, about 19 months ago. So not so long ago. No, so it's it's still quite new in terms of an accounting firm. Um, but over 350 clients in that amount of time is ridiculous growth um, compared to my competitors and things like that. So, yeah, it's it's a, a pretty big deal. Well done, a massive, mm. massive achievement. Um, can you share a bit more about what a purpose-driven business means to you and what that term really yep. means? Because a lot of people, I feel like that they need to separate purpose yeah and business where we now know that bringing the two together makes the most sense and you do yeah so for me um yeah so for me a, a lot of it comes down to sustainability so um for my business uh i i refer to it as an impact business so it has purpose it has meaning um but it it's core purpose is to create impact so social impact in the community it's it's supporting the kids and it wouldn't exist without that purpose so it has to be interconnected there has to be a core reason for my business to exist beyond just making money or just making profit so it's it's purpose over profit Um, but when you have a purpose over profit business like this you have to still make money to be able to give it away so you have to still be strategic. You still have to um, run a profitable business to be able to pay yourself, to be able to do the things that you want to do and help the people you want to help. So in effect, it's it's a little bit similar to a charity in that respect where you, you are trying to help people, but you are doing it um, through selling goods or services like any other business, but you have that core purpose attached to making the money. So the reason I get up every day and the reason I grow my client base is to support these children across the country who need need a mentor or a positive role model in their life because without that, they are at risk and may not be successful when they're older compared to any other child. So, yeah, creating an even playing field is is the core purpose of my business. So, yeah, purpose is, is more than just money. It's um, It's something that, that is different for every person and every business. Um, If a business doesn't have a purpose already, I think right now is an absolutely prime time to be creating something like that. It doesn't have to be the same as any other business or charity for that matter. Um, There's a lot of social enterprises out there. So impact businesses, I'd probably refer them as, and they have something a little bit different about them. They have a, a social or an environmental purpose and they do something that is beyond profit. Whether they are sustainable is another story. So when I talk about purpose, I really want sustainable purpose at the same time. Yeah, it's long term. It's a long game. For the longevity, yeah, the longevity of that impact yeah. as well. Um, so I guess in the last 19 months, I'm sure there have been uh, some trials and tribulations in your journey to achieving the goals that you are now and to have those 350 yeah. clients. Can you share some more about some of the highs and lows and everything in between 
on that journey? Yeah, so it's it's been a massive learning curve for me. So a lot of fear at the start. So I probably spent the first three months absolutely terrified most days, um, not knowing whether I was going to reach my budget or my targets. Um, at the very start, I had I had to kind of drill it right down to a daily target and a weekly target and then a monthly target, and it kind of stretched out from there. Um, I guess for me, my highs have been the people who have really believed in what I'm doing and have referred people to me and have built uh, this brand that is social currency that, you know, overnight almost it became something much bigger than I could have ever imagined. Um, yeah, the, the fear along the way was difficult to overcome at the start, but just starting was the biggest thing. Um, having people maybe think that I was going to be a small firm or a, just a, maybe a short-term thing as well. Um, Kiwis are kind of, you know, they have that tall poppy thing. Um, they don't always support something if it looks successful. So that's been difficult. Um, there's been people that have chosen to support and chosen not to. Um, I guess it's just learning not to really put a lot of value on other people's opinions. That's a big one. Trust yourself, mm. trust the process, um, and just continue with, with that vision. And I think people often find it challenging to not take on all of that noise. How did yeah. you create that separation to, I know who I am, yeah. this is my purpose, this is what I yeah. want to achieve, and not necessarily listening to yeah. all of those opinions. How did you manage yeah. that? Yeah. I think it's it's been slightly easier because the area that I'm trying to support, I'm actually living with. So I'm a single mum. I understand the situation that other people are in. Um, I'm trying to support my son, but I'm trying to support other kids that are like him and in his position. So that that driving force has always been right in front of me. And I think that's really helped. Um, but I had, you know, a, a lot of people who didn't think that, I would probably make it. Um, I had a guy quite early on message me on LinkedIn and I wasn't even a connection of his before then. And he asked me if I was going to use spreadsheets um, for my accounts. And it's very old school. It's very, it's quite rude. Um, but it's one of those things. People, people want to judge and tear down something before it actually gets to the point of being sustainable or even you know starting down that road so ignoring that stuff was quite difficult at the start but then it became easier when I realized that if those people weren't for me I didn't need them in my journey and their opinions weren't valuable for me and I needed to really trust the people who were for me so I, I found quite quickly the people who really were supporters um, and I have some really, really good, strong support systems. And it's, it's funny when, when you start something and when people align with it and they align with your values, they, there's nothing that you could do that would really turn them from supporting you. They just, they grip on and they refer other people onto this journey as well. And so social currency has been 
created in kind of a, a teamwork or a collaboration type model where I view my clients and supporters as part of this team. And it's not just me, uh, me. it's never just been about me. Um, so I have charity partners. I have, yeah, the charities that we support, the kids that they support. And it's, it's that flow through model. Um, and my clients have always been just such a massive part of that and communicating to them really clearly why we exist and who we're supporting and, and how it's helped has been a big part of that. So yeah, ignoring all of maybe the negativity or the, the voices who don't want to support is really important yeah. because, because those, yeah, the haters, there's always going to be haters. Um, the ones who do care, they are the ones who you need to give your energy to. Giving your energy to anything that is trying to take from you is just not worth it at the end of the day. The empowers, I guess, uh, yeah. in all of that. Yeah. Um, so obviously we have been in lockdown for some time. Has it shown you that there is another way to be operating your business or you know, have you had more time to reflect and think about your future in a different way that you have been able to see some different opportunities for this time? Yeah, I think like for me, my business is already online. Uh, I run my business from my laptop and my cell phone. Um, I've been able to expand my the contractors that I work with. Um, so they all work from their, their laptops at home as well. So it's really for me, just been really significant and proven that my model works and that my model is sustainable and, you know, watching other accounting firms who maybe don't um, operate online or with zero software and things like that, seeing that they can't even get into their offices to support their clients. That's, that's really detrimental to their client base. Whereas for me, I've felt in this time that to be able to support my client, my clients right now is the most important thing that I can do. And so I know that the software that I've got in place is, is really crucial and really key to be able to do that. And I know that um, utilizing things like social media to connect with them or um, BOMA for my email marketing and, and communicating messages to them, especially in that early um the early kind of first week or two when the government was putting out a lot of new legislation and things like that, being able to keep on top of that, understand that and then communicate that out was really important because it, it creates that level of trust that I think that's kind of the basis for your, for your clients to even stay with you. They need to be able to trust that you know what you're doing, you understand what's going on and that they can come to you at any time. So having conversations at six in the morning or 11 30 at night because that's the nature of what this is um that was important for those first couple of weeks so being flexible being able to work from anywhere is so important these days so yeah being being resilient through this time has has been really really valuable um but yeah i think i think long term having a positive mindset seems to be the most valuable thing out of everything. And so my personal development has been um, a big part of that. So I, I continue to read um, when I can and, and focus on, on my mental well-being and, and my physical health as well. So 
yeah, I can't, I don't think you can have a successful business without focusing on your mindset and your health, your overall well-being. And uh, what have been on the bookshelves the last couple of weeks that you've been reading? Oh, so I'm, I'm reading a book and it's really hard to get through. It's called Grit by Angela Duckworth. Um, it's a little bit psychology based. So I studied psychology and sociology years ago. Um, so that's, that's just something I enjoy reading about. Um, all around resilience and, and what creates grit and, and who, who basically can be successful and, and what goes into that. Um, and then another one all around empathy so it's called The War for Kindness. Um, and that's really interesting as well. So it's all around um, understanding other people's opinions and, and being more yeah, aware and, and empathetic and how valuable that can be. So, yeah. I recently did a Google search on how to teach a six-year-old boy empathy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> because it's something that I'm truly challenged by every yeah. single Day. I oh, the, don't have the seems to to talk about um, giving giving the person a story to tell, um, giving them the facts about somebody um, who they ne- they wouldn't necessarily support before, and then getting them to talk about that to somebody else. So it, it makes them a supporter of of that situation or of that person. Um, mm, and apparently. Um, research says that that works. So you mentioned before about a positive mindset. Yeah. How does that play into, you know, having that entrepreneurial mindset to yeah. create what you have created? How do those two yeah. work uh, together, the positive mindset and mm-hmm. the entrepreneurial mindset within your organisation? Yeah, so I think entrepreneurial mindset, I have to be always open to change. Um, and being open to change also means that bringing a positive mindset to, to whatever change is happening is really important as well. So they just go together. Um, focusing on a growth mindset is something that's important to me. It's something that I read about just before I started my business. And that's all around, um, looking at things as though, you know, maybe you can't do it right now, but if you put some effort in and learn new things than you can in the future. So I think that's really key for an entrepreneurial mindset as well, having that that opportunity to change and the opportunity to grow and develop and that everybody has that. Um, and not limiting yourself to a box or to a set of skills that you have right now because, you know, the world around us, there's so many things out there that can help us learn and adapt and grow our businesses with, you know, social media, YouTube, websites. You know, it's all out there. Um, and people as well. Being really open to um, other people helping you on your journey. So being entre- entrepreneurial by yourself is one thing, but being able to have other people enable you and grow you as well is, is massive that's actually probably been the most valuable thing is, is collaborating with others and opening myself up to constructive feedback, positive feedback. Um, yeah. Having an open mind about everything, being able to grow. 
I guess it's a bit like that collective web that we were talking about earlier. Yeah. Um, and, you know, those collaborations and having those people around who can connect you and can support you and can empower and enable you. Can you share a bit more about the web we were talking about earlier? Yeah. So I found um, quite quickly, even the first day that I walked into my co-working office, um, there was a girl, Hannah, and we kind of clicked straight away and and she said oh you should meet this person and this person and this person and then you know in a couple of weeks in I'd met so many people in kind of that purpose-driven area in Christchurch that you know you can just spread so quickly amongst the people who will support you so collaborating is massive and you know for us especially in New Zealand it's such a small place really we can connect with so many people. If if you have a certain kind of value system and alignment with others, people are going to be more, I guess, open to referring you to someone if they know a little bit about you. So it's it's being open about your story and, you know, what you're trying to do. And immediately they, they think of somebody who you could talk to based on whatever your conversation has been. So, yeah, having that, that open web, I guess, and making really good connections in the first couple of months is just so key because you'll find people who want to support you and have other people who will want to support you as well. And it just grows. It's and and opens up for huge opportunities. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. As I said earlier, working my way around the web uh, and one door tends to open the next yep. and they all tend to see, to be values aligned, like-minded people who are on a similar mission and have a similar vision to you, although a completely different business yep. and a completely different journey and completely different experiences. Yep. They're all trying to do something for the greater good uh, of the world, which is which is wonderful. Yeah. And I guess which is the premise of entrepreneurial women with purpose and we really are building that community and a collective of interesting women. Yeah. What would be your call for action from that community to take back from uh, this podcast and implement into their world? Uh, I think some of the key things would be to have a look at, at who are the five to 10 people that you spend the most time with and do those people help you to grow or not? Um, really reflect on who are your referrers and if you don't have any meet some new people who do believe in what you're doing who are willing to share your journey or grow you know the impact that you're trying to have and really trust that you know the the process might be difficult especially right now um, but that opportunities come when you step out out of your comfort zone and that that fear factor that you might you might feel that fear but on the other side of it is just ridiculous amounts of opportunity and that is what I would encourage just choosing the fear regardless and so out of that what would be one or two actions that you think people could take uh, to go and just you know some people ch- are challenged just to start yes what would you say would be one or two things that they could just begin on those, taking those steps forward? Yeah, so my first piece of advice and the best piece of advice I ever received was just start. If you've got an idea, that's that's great. 
but it's only as good as how much action you put behind it. So if you want to create something, if you want to do something, just do it. And if you can't figure out how, find out how, talk to people, collaborate. Um, don't give up on something because it seems too hard. There's always going to be people who want to join you on that or want to see it through to the finish line. And at the end of the day, when, when you do these things or you have big dreams, if it's not scary, if it's not so big and bigger than yourself, maybe it's not big enough. Well, thank you so much, Lisa, for sharing your pearls of wisdom with the Entrepreneurial Women with, uh, with Purpose community. It's okay. We will check in with you. Entrepreneurial Women with Purpose is proudly sponsored by Hello World Travel, Jaguar, Rind and Dilma Tea with all of our profit contributed to UN Women Aotearoa New Zealand towards women's economic empowerment into the Pacific Islands. Mm-hmm.